Inside of what? Inside this room. There's a haze in the room. There's a feels like there's a haze in my beer. Mm. You you okay? I am okay. Okay. You, see, you seeing haze? What do you mean? Is it purple? I don't know, but I see I see us recording it. I'm like, what, what's happening? What do you mean? <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Bros Bibles. Every beer. time. It's episode 221. I am Jeff. Zach, how's it going? Dudes and dames, smash that like button. Look like a gorilla. Andy. Boys to men, ABC, BBD. Uh, what? The East Coast family. Uh, and Jeff. Fantastic. <laughs> Actually. Nice. Cheers, boys. Cheers. We made it. We are on YouTube. We're on the socials. We're we're plugging forward. Is that a do you plug forward? Uh, don't say plug. Okay. You can plug in so many directions, Jeff. Uh, hey guys, let's look at our cans. Mm. Recursion IPA. I'm I'm drinking that, and it's delicious. Shout out to Rusty. He knows who he is. That's Bottle Logic Brewing Company. Ooh. Um, that's who, that he, that's who he works for. It's delicious, and I have more if you would like some later. We'll get one of those later. I'm doing the uh, West Coast IPA from... It's the Bounce from Brewery West, but it's spelled Brewer's West. And uh, I like This is it. true. That black cat always scared me with its blue black face. Yeah, it's, it's all... Uh, it's a tattoo art, like, inspired. It's inspired by... It is inspired. Brewer's West is we're inspired We're like 14 by seconds in, and already we're adding R's to our words. <laughs> because you can't... Yeah, once you start saying Brewer's West, Brewer. it starts messing with you. Okay, we went... Eight years, just audio podcast, and now we're jumping. We're literally making the uh, jump from podcasting to. Yeah, we did a YouTube test run. We just threw one camera up. I mean, it's it'll be a work in progress, but we have episode two twenty up on the YouTube's and a couple of shorter clips from that episode. Then we'll just be slowly building that out, and it's also on Spotify as video or audio depending on how you use your Spotify. So um, indulge, smash the like button is what I've been told by our management to say well, and, and never stop saying. And the, the, you know, there was one negative, uh, you know, we've done this for so long that, you know, we did a lot of running and we talked about how we would run a lot and do uh Ragnar race and stuff. And I was super fit. And then we went and got on the, so we got on YouTube and people could actually see us and they're like, wow, just really fat. Man, I thought he was come, a runner. These guys don't run. How could they, these guys are liars? We yeah. uh, saved the video for as we are developing our father figures. <laughs> I like that better than dad bod, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> father figure. How come no one's used that before? That's good. <laughs> double entendre. It is I don't, a double I don't think entendre. I made that up. <laughs> Uh, my, well, double, my father figure's not doing so great. <laughs> it's good to be here with all of you. Uh, it, you know, we're uh, feels as a person who typically prides themselves on being technically sound. This this is at the edge of our technical capabilities. But you know what? Yeah, we're making it happen. Yeah, in spite of what you see here. I mean, obviously, the presentation is flawless. You're going to watch the video back. You're, Production value. You're just going to love it. It is pretty bare bones when it comes to video, but hopefully we'll be developing that and maybe, I don't know. We'll see. You, you got a table. It's fun, though. There's a table. We have an actual table. Yep. We, look at us. We're together. We have beers. Oh, yeah. I guess we always have beers and we're always together. We should start a podcast. All right. All right. Well, 
We, I, we've got feedback, right? We yeah. do. Uh, we should that's what we're doing. Yeah, we, we got things going. We got things going on uh, online, and now all of a sudden we got feedback. So I went full confession. We list the email address every episode. Brosbiblesbeer at gmail.com. And when I got a new phone, I forgot to load that sucker up. And man, we had a lot of junk email and I missed a couple of feedbacks. Oh. Um, thankfully, one of them feedbacked again. And I don't, I don't know if I need to read this whole thing, but I got to inbox zero on the bros Gmail account, brosbiblesbeer at gmail.com. So hopefully things won't get lost in the shuffle. We got a ton of pitches for guests on our show what by a couple of ladies that believe heavily in crystals and i'm sorry that we missed that train oh uh, there's we, always no. time we could have um, I feel like crystals transcend time which led me to a rabbit hole we're in this christmas season it led me to, down a rabbit hole i was looking at looking for books on the virgin birth and whatnot uh, there is a good one i've read called a complicated pregnancy i consumed that once upon a time but i found a book on the practice of immaculate conception, they believe that Mary was one of many people who throughout all time and space have engaged in the spiritual practice of conceiving without having sex. Um, Some I- say she was the <laughs> sting of conception. That's a terrible <laughs> life. Conception Never actually... Sex. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, if you if you enjoy sexual relations, then that would be that'd be rough. Whatever the female version of blip, blip. Um, so I think I, have a I almost bought that on Audible just just for the fascination of the. I had never heard of. There's a, a strand of thought, minority as it may be, that Mary was a virgin when she conceived because she was practicing. That's a minority. <laughs> she. she that's the majority no, no, no. because she was oh, practicing no. what she she was manifesting the conception through a through a spiritual practice like kegels something like that yes <laughs> I don't know but the it just I, I think it's really out there it's not wait, hey the, I'm wait, doing it I'm doing every, it now. Yep. Yep. I'm doing it I have heard though <laughs> oh gosh I gotta practice you more. can do more damage to your pelvic floor if you do it too hard so careful ladies and gentlemen. All right. Who told you that? I okay, I, feedback. I think I felt it. I want All you right. guys to know you just pounded your beers. You pounded the table. Yes. Oh, you heard that? Did you feel Both it? Both of you. I'm sorry. After you warned me, Andy, I know, I you said you. my hand would be slapped after the podcast. If I, you even heard. I'll do 10 kegels in anything in, in repentance. <laughs> All right. I will accept that. Thanks. Okay. You got feedback. All right. Ben Nobles. This is back from February, February 2022. Oh, my. Oh, we have, And I didn't read it until like two days ago. So oh sorry. Gosh. Our only sorry, redemption ben. is that he recently reached back out, which I shared that one with you guys. Oh, that was the same guy? Yeah, same guy. So thank you for sticking oh, with it, ben. even though we didn't get to it. Um, I won't read the whole thing. He's good at writing long emails in an articulate way. Um, but this was when Scott was still here. He felt, okay, love listening to y'all's convos over the years. Over the years. Gives me a nice mode for dialogues I navigate and the perspectives that may be brought to the table. This one was when we were talking about bumper sticker theology. Oh, yeah. Joe Rogan said it. Scott believes it. That settles it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Where's our Buffalo Trace? Speaking of Joe Rogan. Also, uh, this, Craig. this is brought to you by AG1 Athletic Greens. You know, get it. Get <laughs> a promo I missed, code. I missed that memo. Promo code Joe. <laughs> You're welcome, Joe. I uh, did think the episode of Bumper Sticker Theology was pretty funny that y'all just couldn't get on the same page. Shocker. Scott was echoing the words of Jesus in Matthew 7, 2, with the extent we judge is the extent that we will be judged. And Zach and Andy weren't tracking necessarily with Scott's train of thought. When y'all kept thinking he had a problem with Pete N's book, I was rolling. Um, well, good. LOL. And he felt like maybe Andy and I were projecting a little bit with broad broche. Blah, 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 blah. It's a long email, but... Ben, have you ever tried to be in a room with Scott and get a direct answer to a question? It's not possible. Carry a switchblade. So then Ben reached out again and said, just binge my way up to episode 220 and appreciate where y'all are. Wow. God is using you in my life as an outlet and a model of brotherhood. I'm stifling a burp. With people who land on different convictions. Ben was stifling a burp or... I am. That was editorializing. Yeah. Okay. I know, Andy, you said you have a hard time seeing God at work, and that prompted me to reach out as an encouragement. Even as a pastor, I'm absolutely in the same boat as y'all. Fortunately, with the influences of Greg Boyd, former guest, Matt Whitman of the 10-Minute Bible Hour, former guest, uh, I'm saying former guest, and uh, Tim Mackey, who is Bible Project. Oh, I believe. Tim Mackey is Bible Project. Oh, yeah, that's right. Those guys are great. Future guest. I'm just going to yeah. call it. On top of studying the early church fathers to grow an appreciation of how the major doctrines and theologies were brought about. Then as I measure all of them up against what I see and experience in Jesus, it has led me to come to a sense of calling. Ugh, hate using that word, frankly, due to church abuse in the past. One thing that has helped me experience less of God being distant and uninvolved to a God that is in all things and sustaining all things is the fruit of the spirit. The fruit has been my new adaptation of Greg Boyd's cruciform hermeneutic that in essence lands on whether an interpretation of scripture is motivating us to live like Christ or not as being correct or incorrect. Since we can't know all things as y'all described in the episode, the fruit of the spirit basically gives us a tangible metric and an experiential reality that can be measured the author of Galatians even spells out, in essence, that there are no laws against the fruit. And I sense the author was meaning universally. In the Old Testament, there are references to the seven spirits, and I see the fruit of the spirit as addition to that idea. Um, I have created 20 units of patience. It I'll, can I'll, be measured. I'll skip ahead a little bit. Long story short, thank you for letting God work through you as you process these difficult topics on your difficult journey that is speaking wisdom in the lives of listeners like me. Oh, and he's starting a he's starting a new church community. Thank you, Ben. Church plant, and he said we are the inspiration for that. What? That so you phenomenal. Sent, you sent this over earlier last week, um, and it was it was actually helpful. I, I appreciated it. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for sending that. Um, and he's changed now. God's moving in his life. And, well, it did mean a lot, though. Like all jokes aside, like I that was a pretty cool thing to have someone. Uh, yeah. Take the time to. I mean, he he wrote a significant email, um, and yeah, I, don't know, I like a little that. bit of wind but, in the bros, Bibles, and beer sales. Okay, when you hear Andy, when you hear this specifically, is it is there something? Is it encouragement to you? 
Well, okay. the The first thing is like, oh, that's interesting. He uh, he actually listened. <laughs> and um, I'm I'm joking, but um, he also mentioned for years <laughs> over the years. But he listened to what I was. Yeah, what yeah. I was sharing yeah, specifically, yeah. Gotcha. like, and, and, and dug into that and, and responded to that. So that's, that's meaningful. I mean, anytime in any conversation we're having, you would hope that someone would hear you and get you and like recognize that. Um, and so to take the time to write something, like I saw that and, and while it may not have fixed everything and I don't think Ben's intention is like, Hey, and you read this email and it'll be all good. Um, yeah, I, I love that. I love that you did that, Ben. Thank you for thank you for that. That's and means I, a lot to me. There, I don't want that to be lost in the conversation, or just I don't want to blow over that. And that is that he did listen and he did speak to it, and and know, he fed back. Yeah, we have conversations. Right? We have conversations. This kind of just leads to mm. the question or the conversations that we have with people that we just pass by. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm okay. And then we move on as opposed to, did you hear, like, did you hear Yeah. like the tone, the answer, whatever, totally. the follow-up, like to actually dig into somebody's life or, or just respond to let them know, Hey, people are listening and, and I care. And, and who knows, maybe there's more questions from him, you know, moving forward. But I think it's just something that we've lost in uh, society, especially with technology, always staring down. Except- I've tried to be more intentional about that um, in the last couple of months. Like about the with the technology, or just listening to people and asking questions. Neither of those things. Oh. Like how I respond to that question, like "How you doing?" And I've stopped saying, oh, "I'm good. I'm great." I'm like, "I'm all right. I'm a dick." Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's that's true. Can I won't we, say that. But can, can, can the producer isolate that? We're gonna edit. Yeah, we're gonna edit that out. No, but <laughs> but I will. I, I've stopped. I've stopped trying to like give the yep ten out of ten response because I'm far from ten out of ten. So uh, what sucks is I don't have my elevator pitch down for like. If somebody follows up, up, yeah, for the follow up, like ah oh, shoot. And by elevator pitch, there are contexts where it's like. You can't you can't say how you actually are, but no. what is the little snippet that that yeah, that is that is good. Also, I like I like the metric of the fruit of the spirit. And it that speaks to me in a way because I struggle with, you know, over the years, like inerrancy and what the Bible says or doesn't say, and maybe it says things that I thought it didn't in parts, or that I used to think differently in the past. But ultimately, like right, or not ultimately, right now where I'm at is like all, I love the maxim, all truth is God's truth. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter the source, if it's true and good and meaningful and it, and it makes the world a better place, i.e. doesn't display the fruits of the spirit, you could say, I I like that metric. And so that allows you to not be, don't discount if, if a source coming at you is not what you usually consume, but it's actually good don't just discount it because we're in this world of like, oh, you're either in the world or you're out of the world. You know, there's a lot of that in mm. some Christian circles. And I think you you miss out on some of the goodness that life and people in life have to offer you if you're just like, well, is it my brand of Christianity? Then I'm not going to listen to it. So I like that. I'm more of Maverick City. This is Bethel. <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) And then we got one. This goes back well over a year. It's very short. We are failing. No idea if he still listens. Derek Price. Maybe I shouldn't have said his last name. Do it. His name is Derek. Go. Hey, hey guys. New listener here. (laughs) Probably... Uh, no longer listening. Could you please? First t- time, last time. <laughs> <laughs> you said that you would play my uh, my feedback. It's so weird it. that we don't get any feedback. It's so strange. Why don't we get feedback? We ask for it all the time. It's so weird. I wish Zach, uh, could, come, I wish, oh. I wish Zach could come back with like yeah. 2,315. My Gmail was emails. signed out. He did get 2,350 emails. Yeah. Would you like to be longer, harder? Would you yeah, look at it was in your all... account? Yeah, I need to get rid of these accounts. There went our emails. Do you want to know how crystals can help your libido? Uh, hey, guys. New listener here. Could you please tell me if there's an episode where you discuss female pastors being biblically correct? Thanks, Derek. Now, I, I assume he means, like, did we break down the whole, like, are women in ministry? Is that okay or not okay? Here are the arguments for and against. We've never done that. Um, no. We've commented on them being on stage, but I don't. Th- we've never broken down the whole. There's there are plenty. On stage. There are plenty okay. of good, uh, but then some churches will. Yeah, it's fine if the women come up and do announcements or something, but they can't actually do something where Whoa. men can possibly learn from a woman from the pulpit. So. That's been debated a lot by and, biblical scholars. And then there are other churches where it's like they a woman will give a message, but she's not preaching. She's no, no I'm sorry. She's not right. teaching. Right. She's speaking. Doing kegels. She, <laughs> <laughs> whether a woman or she's man pre- does kegels from the stage. She's preparing again, for pregnancy. Don't damage that pelvic floor. You could do more harm than good, is what I hear. But I would, uh, hey. Oh, no, sorry. Anybody not looking pre- for that, though? Not preparing for pregnancy, preparing for childbirth. When sorry. you do a Kegels. Kegel, like what? Practice. Where are you focusing? My vagina. It's <laughs> 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 so dumb. My COVID's out of control. Uh, Your vagina just sent my COVID out of control. <laughs> I, I think it's similar the, the sphincter. Yeah, what's similar? The sphincter. We... If if you put, have you ever tried to your prostate? Like t- if you touch the area Stop. between. Worst name for a child inter- entertainer. Kegels the clown. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. Okay, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> if you, I know, uh, but I'm not. The safest way to say it, we've already blown that out, is if you're oh holding your God. urine very tightly. Yep. That's, that's how you practice. That's what that's how <laughs> that's you do it. But I would point Derek or other people like that, like not that it solves it, but it's worth thinking about. Paul, the Apostle Paul mentions Junia uh, as one of the main apostles, apostle to the apostles. And some conservative scholars try to maintain that that that's a male name, but I, I don't think that holds up to it. So um, there are later writings of Paul that are probably written by somebody in Paul's name that seem to be more harsh about women and men roles. 
than Paul, but you know, look into that. Doesn't settle it, but there's that food for thought. Is that in Hebrews? Cause I just learned that Hebrews probably isn't written by Paul. It definitely is. Well, I don't know. Definitely. But yeah, it's, it's not most likely. No, it's not in Hebrews. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I uh, wanted to, to go back that first um, feedback. He was talking about uh, just how you felt and how what you were mm-hmm. just talking about sharing life uh, last week, and I uh, don't, um, and I don't remember word for word, but you're pretty much like I don't think God is doing anything. Um, however, at the same time, you were saying, "Hey guys, I'm doing pretty good in life," and and yet. I think you said oh, I'm B like, minus. I'm a B minus. I said yeah, B minus. And uh, before we started here, we had confessions. We had yeah, a we, group confession. <laughs> we only confessed. We went. We went, <laughs> we went to the priest over there and did our confessional. Um, but you the priest said, was just Lindsay in a Halloween <laughs> costume. That's my wife. You said that. You were not a B minus, and you no. pretty much lied to us, brothers. Yeah, or I just did a bad job at scoring myself. Yeah, you're a Real? politician too. Yeah. Okay. All right, Gavin. I know. Oh, so at the time, maybe you felt like you wanted to be a B minus, okay. but in all reality, well, yeah, because a D sounds pretty pretty bad. D's bad, but maybe it is pretty bad. That's. That's below uh, grade level. D is for dick, right, Jeff? D is for duh. Yeah. Anyway, that's a little, that's a little, uh, forget it. But how are you doing? Yeah, what's what the difference? Going what's on the last, difference? What what's the difference between week? B minus and D? No. What, n- no. What was going on literally. last week? What was going on last week and before that, that you now are, Realizing I was not a B minus, I was in the dumps. Uh, <clears throat> um, <laughs> I knew that I was in the dumps. Uh, I just didn't. D is for dumps. Yeah, D is for dumps. <laughs> That's what it's for. Yeah, I, I knew I wasn't doing good. I just didn't. Uh, I I misgraded myself, and so the thing that I realized, like when the way that you guys reacted, I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not communicating clearly what's going on. You were searching for, uh, uh, I meant to cast that a little farther out into the I river. Wish my, so br- I wish my bros would follow up on how I'm actually doing, but they're not. Ouch. Yeah. So no, it, it wasn't your fault. I said B minus and, and like the, I think your response was, Oh, well that's passing. We're good. And I'm like, well, you're like, right. Oh, I went, Oh, I did not. So our mistake was trusting you. Yeah. No, <laughs> you idiots. You know what? <laughs> Men, I mean, men especially, we do this all the time. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Rise minus, above it, bro. I'm good. And honestly, when you said, hey, I'm B minus, I thought, oh, yeah, it's, that's passing. But in the back of my mind, I'm also, there's a whole lot of uh, information that's churned out in about a millisecond, which is, oh, B minus is, you know, there's some difficulties here and there. Getting yeah. through it. Challenges. If you had said a D, the earth would have you know, stop rotating. Yeah. I would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what's going on? Yeah. Brother Andy here. Yeah. And, and maybe it's like, I'm out of 
I don't I'm not out of practice. I don't have practice for this. So like, um, I've been going to, well, I went to therapy in 2017 for like a year and a half or so. And it was really good. It was really helpful, but it was for like very different stuff. Um, and I returned to the same guy and he's been super helpful. Um, for anyone that's like, has thought about doing therapy. If you, if you meet with somebody and they're not, they're not helpful within a couple of like sessions, like move on, find, find your person. And this guy is someone who I don't have to like re-explain myself to. And like, I'll he's not, there are certain people where I will say something and their response is like, so far it's 180 degrees off from what I've told you that. Yeah. Many times like, in the oh, past. So what you mean is like this and this and this, and you probably experienced this. I'm like, that's not anywhere near what I'm experiencing based on what I told you. So, um, so let me see, Andy. Okay. So you suffered a terrible tragedy last week, I think. Okay. Continue. Yeah. He's, but he's, he's, he's really that's helpful. Not him. No, that's not him. His general like reactions are pretty spot on. So, uh, the, I say this spot on as a, as a counselor spot on as a, <laughs> it's less important whether he's oh, okay. spot on, but like okay. the, the, if, if we like rewound to my last session, sitting down with him on Thursday, um, there were a couple of moments where like, I was just kind of quiet and sitting there and, uh, he said, like, what's going on? Tell me, tell me what's happening. And I said, it just feels like, like the weight of the world on my shoulders. Like there's just too much. I can't, I can't handle all the things that are landing on me. And he's like, I can see that on you. I can see that stuff just weighing on you. Um, and it's it is not one thing. I mean, it's never one thing, but it's it it feels like a dog pile, like my in my life right now, or at least in my mental and emotional life feels like a feels like a dog pile. And by that, I mean, like from from all angles, whether it is from work life to spiritual life to uh, friendships are a bright spot, and family is a is a bright spot, but like. Um, but then even like zooming outwards and we start getting existential things like you look at financial world and you look at, uh, the stability of like peace, global peace and all of these things feel, they, they start contributing. These are all like contributing factors that start building up over time. Um, and so what I kind of found myself landing in was, um, stress and anxiety that were leading to depression. And I think I shared with you guys like maybe a couple months ago, like I went to urgent care one time because like my heart was racing. I was like struggling to, to catch my breath. I, th- I forget what it's called. It's like, um, I don't know. It, it, you're like, feel, you feel like you're starved for air, like taking breaths, like, <sighs> okay. And like, I'm not getting the, like, I'm taking a breath, but I'm not getting oxygen. Like, if your head's under a blanket, that kind of thing, you know, you're like, I'm taking yep. a breath, but I don't right. feel like I'm getting oxygen out of the air. <clears throat> and so, um, 
was like, I don't know what's going on. This is weird. I can't tell if something's happening. I'm 45 years old, so let's go. Let's go see what's going on. And uh, the, the rubber gloves weren't necessary, but no, it was but a I, full workup. I was kegled up, so I felt pretty good about it. Uh, so the guy, you know, he checked me and stuff, and he, and and he asked me a couple of questions, like, "How old are you?" And I said, 45. He's like, "You have kids?" I was like, "Yeah." How old are your kids? Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> he kind of <laughs> nodded his head a little bit, and he just goes, "You're in the thick of it." <laughs> More or less, he's like, this is when it happens. Is <laughs> kind of what his response was. He's like, this is when it happens. Sorry, Andy, you're not special. No, I know. So, uh, so there's, yeah, so there's all these like complicating factors, but, um, but yeah, so, so it ends up bleeding into all parts of my life. Um, and there's, mm. I have found like last week, I found myself like breaking down a couple of times in a day, like just, um, the way I described it was I told, I told my therapist, I'm like, I feel like I don't have control over my emotions Mm. and I tend to be someone who doesn't like externalize my emotions very much at all. That like, I, I, I do keep that kind of locked down. Um, and and like so for me to get to a point where even if i'm just by myself and i was like i was by myself um like once was like on the drive into work and then at work i like went for a walk and i had some headphones on i was like listening to some music and uh and it like yeah again kind of hit me and i felt just like kind of tears starting to well up and and my immediate thing is like lock it down Someone sees you, how the hell are you going to explain this at work? You got to like keep your shit together, man. And that general like sense, I think as we, we as men have this, you got to keep your shit together, unofficial requirement of us. And, um, and I think the reality is, is like, yes, that is true, but you need to find your spots like with, with your friends, with your spouse, with your partner, with like trusted people, therapists, et cetera, where, uh, you don't have to keep your shit together. Um, so that's been correct. Um, that's a weird new space for me to be in and I, I'm not past it and it's a new muscle to work out. Yeah. In a sense it is. And so making statements, in the right and like in the right context with the right person, like if I'm talking to Lindsay, how are you doing? And saying I'm not okay. Uh, that's that's hard to do, mm-hmm. but. Uh, but that's the reality. Like, that's true. I'm not okay. Um, and oftentimes, like, I don't know. I either don't know the, the path to getting better, or, or if I do, I'm so wiped out. I just don't think I got the, the juice to get there, you know? Like, it's just... Uh, it feels like it's it's overwhelming to try to get to that place of 
okay, you got to do, do this stuff and then it'll be all right. You're like, there's already nothing in the tank. When you're in the gray, the intellectual correct answer is might as well be total bullshit. It's like, you know, you might know the, th- the tools that might help you snap out of it, but. Yeah, you can know the things, but like. And those things might be real. Like Jeff said at the beginning, we can know that running is great for us, but our bodies still look like this. <laughs> <laughs> my point is that Speak I, for yourself. My point is that I started eating and drinking a whole lot more and stopped running, and that's why I look like this. That's what I'm saying, but we still know. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. so so that's the like the mental emotional equivalent is like sure. Uh I know that Simple things. Put down your phone. Stop doom scrolling. Uh, read a book. Have a good conversation with people. Like remind yourself. Be uh, like try to foster attitudes of gratitude. Oh man, I rhymed it. That sounds lame. That's all right. Anyway, <laughs> good save. <laughs> oh, you got it. But um, like. Can I come? No, those things. Yeah, go ahead. So, I mean, the most the most difficult thing for us men to do, and I know we've talked about this in the past, is to kind of bring things to the forefront with our wives or our good friends that are in our inner circle. Yeah. Um, and that is difficult. I mean, the shit hits the fan with all of us in some form. If sometimes it feels like it's happening all the time and, and Zach was, he was putting words to it, but I, I, I see it as quicksand. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't move anymore. Yeah. I'm, and if I, if I'm going to get out of this, I, I have to move very slowly because I'm going to drown where I'm at right now. That's interesting. And that, and, and when that's, we are in that spot in our own minds especially as men like we want to lead well we want to provide we want to you know do great things with our family and have fun and enjoy life and thrive and 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 when the when this hits us it when it hits you i mean i i saw it in you a month ago and you are you keep things close like there's no emotions and i connect with I mean, I can sense things, yeah. But honestly, a month ago, I was not in a, I was in a, sh- a crap place <laughs> as well, um, in some form. But this is not about me. I I sense that, and I'm like, okay, I, something's going on with Andy, he, and but I also connect with emotions. So when I see emotions, I'm like, you know, that's easy. But sensing like someone's down, I'm like. I could sense something was going on, but you have such a, a, you have the ability to, you're, to me, of all my friends, you're Mr. Corporate. It's like nothing, nothing will be like only strength will be shown. Only. Yeah, that's hard for me. Only. Like I've got this. He walks around like this. Which I've is got weird. this all. I've got this. Like I've got this. Like I kind of see. Like Andy's got this. Andy will figure this out. Andy, 
you know, whatever it is. He and so when you're like, ah, I'm this, I'm like, ah, it's passing. In the back of my head, I'm also like, ah, and he's got it. He's going through stuff. He's he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. This is feels like one of the first times in my life where I'm like, I I don't know if I got this. I mean, eventually it yes, it'll get sorted out, but I don't know. Right. I don't know the path to it yet. Uncertainty uncertainty is not that's not that's not fun. Yeah. It's a challenge. Not in, the, not in this area. It's not. I can deal with it in other stuff, but. And the danger is, but, oh, have you, um, have you prayed focused about on it? your sleep? Oh, yeah. That's the worst one. Focused on your sleep. <laughs> have you tried a new diet? Have you, you know, all, all things that can work. Um, and maybe it is like a combination of things that will baby step your way. Yes, I should probably stop drinking all this booze. To it's a, probably a great idea. But I have this podcast that I've got to keep alive because I'm carrying these two. No. <laughs> okay, I, I want to say I, I, compl- I appreciate the fact. Okay, I should have said this right off the top. I appreciate the fact that you're bringing this to yeah. us. I appreciate that. There are people that have listened to our podcast that are like, okay, that changed my life or mm. I didn't commit suicide because I listened to something you guys were talking about and bringing out to the forefront. It's like it hope is given when people realize they're not going through it alone. Like everybody is suffering in some form. And, and what is it? What is the appropriate when you say I'm not doing great. Yeah. Somebody asks you what is the most helpful for you is it just knowing somebody's like, man, I'm sorry. I mean, there's like a small handful of people that I would say I'm not doing great too. Well, you just said it to the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but none Damn of it. those people are going to have follow-up questions. It. No. Um, uh, and... I know that there's uh, there's no real helpful answers necessarily in those kinds of like general public situations. So that's why I would just say my like my version of it is I'm all right. Yeah, it goes to that um, because uh, nobody is interested in in that conversation in passing, like that that real conversation in passing. Right. So it has to be the right situation. Like when I say nobody, like I'm included in that group of people who's not interested in like, hey, how you doing? But not doing great. I'm feeling really terrible. See you later. Catch you later. Yeah, catch you later. No, I, that like I don't want to have that. But you you mentioned something there, and um, uh, this someone said this to me recently, which was the difference between pain and suffering is that, um. Pain, you sorry, suffering you go through when you're alone, and that's like the the different dimension of suffering. Suffering is pain, but it's you're alone, and that's one of the things that feels like I would had used to describe a lot of that. It's like it it feels lonely. Like I feel like I'm I'm experiencing this stuff without other people knowing it. I know that's my fault because I didn't don't express it. But as you were describing, or like as you were mentioning, dude, if you're a listener um, and you are 
experiencing anxiety, stress, depression, um, any of those things, you are having some sort of suffering that you're going through. There's some part of it that's going to be, um, you're going to feel lonely and it's going to come down to no, no one else really understands the things that I'm going through. And even the people that are closest to you, I mean, ultimately they can't really, they can't truly know all the things that are going on to you. Oh, Jeff took the lion's share. Oh, you didn't have any? I did. I got some. Oh. Anyway, the point that I was trying to make is... um, I got it. I'm good. uh, Shining a light on that stuff can be helpful. And even if it's not like... It's actually more helpful if you're just sharing it with no one having the expectation of trying to fix anything. You know? Giving voice to it. Letting someone... Just letting others in on where you're at. Yeah. Versus like... Uh, just shouldering it all on your own. Um, and it doesn't, like I said, uh, the worst thing is someone going like, like you were saying, well, have you considered, have you tried like, fuck dude. Yeah. It says in Psalm 23 that the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. Like what you do I shall not want? What do I look up, like? Zach. Do I look like, do I look like I'm stupid? Yeah. I know all those things. And if I was able to do those things or if I hadn't already done those things, you know, those are the, those are the, the responses that you want to, that you want to have to that, to this mythical person who's a total asshole and has never said any of those things to me before. No one has, by the way, thank goodness. It's I'm not, I haven't told anybody. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I've to, avoided it. That's why. To go back to, to, uh, drowning, um, I'm I'm curious as to why you know you didn't like, dude. I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the shit, and as opposed to I'm a B minus, um, but I can. You totally pulled a Jeff there, is what you did. I can think back to Maybe. my example in 2015. I filed for bankruptcy, and like a year or two later, Zach finds out. He's like, "You freaking filed bankruptcy? You didn't even say anything." I'm like, and you were always at 11. My pride, my ego. All of it, I've got it handled. My wife would even say, "Like, yeah, yeah you you want people to see this," and I'm like, "I do," because I want people to be happy. I don't want to bring anybody down. I've all been, it's like I'm failing in life and you know financially, but like that's that's a thing because as you said, like I feel lonely. Yeah, like I feel lost in all of this, and I don't I feel a little hopeless mm-hmm. and. I, you know, that's why I'm like, I appreciate it because it's like, oh, Zach and I are throwing life preservers out there. It's still going to fall, you know, go down the quicksand. So too bad, but you know. Well, the quicksand analogy is a, is a really good one because you're right. Like you get stuck in it and um, we'll go down with you. You can't, but you can't get pulled out too quickly. Like you need to be right. pulled. It, it has to, you have to be pulled out of that stuff slowly Yeah, or else you'll be ripped in half. That's how it works in the movies. Yeah, you get pulled out of the quicksand too fast. It sucks your legs in. Yeah, do more harm than good when you're trying to do the thing that you think is right, which is what happens if you kegel too much. <laughs> but well, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, no. Um, I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Dear I'm gonna Lord, say it one more time. Give Zach the words. So curious. I am curious about. 
the spiritual side of things, not that, not in the sense of like, what's your prayer life like, or how are you, like, maybe those are important questions, important questions. Did, did that have a part of, you're like, I don't see God working in any, in the world at all? Yeah. Like I'd mentioned, like it's, it's all the, the major categories between like <laughs> emotional, mental, spiritual, relational work, uh, metaphysical, financial, like all of these ex- existential things. They like all- work. I'm just a pawn. <clears throat> it does. God's not doing anything. My friend, oh, friendships are good. You know, family is good, you know, but none of this really matters type of thing. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm more sophisticated than that, but you know. There's a lot of well, there's, just no, becoming no, dismissive. There's a lot of there's a lot of plates in the air that you're spinning. It's not dismissive, by the way. Um, that is that it is uh, dismissive in some ways. Feels like not taking the time to like look at the thing versus like no, I looked at the thing. It doesn't look good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing the silver lining in in any of these like these major categories. That's that's like. That's the part they're like, oh, that's hard. And I'm, I'm going to be playing the Chinese national team in ping pong, and I'm going to fail. So I'm going to walk away from this. We all know how their backhand is legendary. Um, but the spiritual side of it, like the Jeff touched on it, like going back to my we'll call deconstruction. Sure. Don't get triggered if you hear that word and you think it's what the devil, just like just rethinking everything. I didn't, I experienced uh, a decent amount of anxiety. I don't know if I say depression, but, and I, I wasn't exactly sure what was going on or why Mm -hmm. for, for a little while. And then I realized like, Oh, the thing that I thought was the most certain, which is God's existence and it, and it equals this, 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 like some of those house of cards had been pulled. And then once I started to realize that it's like, Oh, that's what's happening. Like the thing I thought was the most sure of was who I thought God was. And maybe I don't think that way anymore. So I know there's like, there's work stressors, there's spiritual stressors, there's many stressors at at play here, but, um, it, you did talk about God being the absent clockmaker, which I think By is relatively way, new for you. My wife loved that. She's like, I like that. It's <laughs> like, Uh-oh. good luck guys. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tanya. I've led you astray. <laughs> she uh, wasn't agreeable. She was just oh. like, I, well, I like the, that. Is I get the that. absent clockmaker new for you? And is that, is there anxiety around like, oh, what, what if God is different than I thought? Everything's connected to everything. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no like, uh, we can try to compartmentalize our, our lives, our like internal thoughts and things, but like in reality, they're all bleeding into each other. And so one is feeding the next. So it's like, in, it doesn't feel, uh, it's not surprising to me that that like my spiritual life or my my religious beliefs, my theology would be affected by all of this stuff too. Like everything is everything, right? If it is all interconnected, if our experience and our and our beliefs, our beliefs and our ways that we like 
try to understand the world and try to understand ourselves and try to understand people in the world. Think of all those things <clears throat> are on a, a constant like um, path to intersection. Then if one major thing, you know, gets affected, it will have some impact on all of those areas naturally. So there's a ripple effect. Yeah. So naturally, like if I'm sitting here going like in general, I'm looking at things and I feel relatively hopeless. Well, 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 if I'm feeling hopeless, then how does that affect my theology, my belief of who God is and, and what God's role is in the world? Or maybe you're feeling hopeless because what God's role in the world Maybe you you weren't aware of that that was shifting for you, but maybe that's maybe that filters. If God is absent, maybe that's playing a bigger role in this than. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. <laughs> it's our obligatory yeah. Peterson. Or one out for Jordan. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, what it was worth. It's um. I I it's I feel like for me it's it's bi-directional. These things can kind of feed each other, so you know, feeling those things versus coming to realizations or uh, realization, realization sounds a little more like uh, final than I want it to, but like just, I guess encountering these thoughts are like trying to explain these things away. I guess you could put it like, like in Jeff terms, am I, what is my what is my emotional experience to what I believe are God's actions in the world today? So if I see if I see good or if I see bad or if I see evil, I intentionally like gave those three categories. I don't think bad and evil are the same thing. Um what do I attribute those things to? Do I attribute the only the good to God? Do I attribute the bad and the evil, the bad to general chaos of a central world and the evil to Satan? Um, and sometimes that like doesn't that math doesn't always work, right? So I feel better like I feel better being a person who says God is in charge versus in control, meaning there's an ultimate plan and God is influencing that in cosmic ways for the long term versus God helped me avoid that accident on the five freeway. Right. And just at the last minute sent his angels like actually don't think that happens. I don't even actually don't think that's even biblical. I, like, you know, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Fear not evil, for you're with me. You're not preventing me to walk through the valley right. of the shadow of death. I'm still walking through that. Correct. I feel like it's how we respond. I feel like it's how we respond in those moments. And I think uh, just with married men, as we all are, when it, as uh, Tim Keller said, is if, you know, things are, or strong with your marriage, then, then that bleeds out into everything. But when you go through things outside of that, if things are good there, like you're going to get like, if you share and you have like with your wife, 
you're sharing like this torment or just whatever feeling you're going through or just just this craziness in your head that you can't get can't get rid of it it's not going away it's there it's present it's a challenge that you have to meet and to meet it alone in a lonely place is the worst of things which will spiral down into a black hole of death right or to share it with friends or your spouse allows it almost fuels okay i'm putting this on you but i, I believe it fuels mm. us to to power our not power, just to have the energy and the belief like i've got this but in a way in a in a in a spiritual way yeah like i've got this if people know man i i watched this guy go through seriously tough times and there's a lot of people that would have just quit and died and he just kept on going and he had I saw the friends around him and he's got a great family and just came out of this and he, he's just amazing. And that's you. Uh, and when I, when I just, when I think about, you know, whatever it is that you're going through, um, there's something in sharing that with your inner circle that allows, you know, that's for anybody. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be sharing it with, you know, can at the AMPM um, or somebody you're going to come across, you know, that you kind of casually know at work or something. Wait, who's Ken? <laughs> well, when he asks how you're doing, you just give him a business card with bros, bottles and beer. Like check out episode 222, one. But, two, 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 but one. I think that's where God <laughs> is at work. Hmm. There, God is like, Hey, there's a reason I said you're not, what is it? Uh, Met, we sh- we sh- we should not be alone. What's the man should not be alone? Yeah, man should have a a cold glass of whiskey with a couple of cubes of ice. I don't. Which is, is that biblical, Zach? First, uh, that's first hesitations. Twelve nineteen. Anyway, yeah. And hold on, let's do a little of this. Hold on. Okay, <coughs> sorry, uh, listener. We're gonna take a little bit of a. a burp. While you guys are doing that. Give me one. Break. Give me one. One cue Boom. for Zach. There's definitely Two a lot of people me. out there, a lot of men that are going through difficult times just as yeah. we all do and you are. And and the sharing it with at least one person. Hey, share the podcast, but share it with at least, you know, share your difficulty with with somebody that you're closest to. Yeah. Whether that's a, a man friend or your wife, whatever it might be. Your pastor. Yeah. Yeah. People need community is so important because we're not going to solve this tonight for Andy. And, but we're sure shit going to be following up throughout the week. And now that we have new information, it's like, all right, you you can't get out of it anymore. You can't give us the B B minus bullshit until you're back up to a B minus. And what's good, like, I would encourage others to, if you are, if you are a friend of someone who's, who you know is struggling with this stuff, like what you guys are doing is, is great. Don't solve it because guess what? You can't like, you can't solve it for them. And, um, have fun in the quicksand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. No, don't you know? Just grab the branch, man. You should just grab the branch. <laughs> it's similar well, to grief. Why'd you grab the branch? It's similar. It's similar to grief. Like with somebody that's grieving over something and you want to 
You right. want to make it better because yeah. you're a good person and you care about the person. But, and you want them to stop hurting. But the best way to make it better often is just presence, not presents. And since it's Christmas, I expect Mary, some great presents. You'll get over it. <laughs> oh, dude, this is good. And you'll get over it. And to prove it, I've gotten you a new watch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel here is my bit, present for you. Feel better somehow. I uh, yeah. I don't know. I, inter- I interrupted no, you. No, it, it. But but yeah. Don't so don't try to solve it for him because you can't. But you're right. Like being just being available and being aware. And then the other thing is like. Um, I've realized you can share this stuff as someone, if you're in it, if you're the person who's in it, you can share this stuff and like, don't, don't get bent out of shape. If other people, uh, don't keep that top of mind for like a couple of weeks on it or whatever, like they kind of forget it's okay. Like it's not going to happen. He's giving us an out Zach. Yeah. I'm giving you an out. I'm also like holding you accountable here, which is like, Hey, I may be doing great next week, but that doesn't mean the week after that, I'm not going to be right. Like right back down in it. This stuff, it there's natural ebbs and flows. Yep. Um, but you're right. You're totally right. Like sharing the stuff is good. It feels good to say these things out loud and like to shine a light on, on the stuff because then you stop being alone and the loneliness part is maybe one of the worst pieces um, of, that, of the process. That sucks balls. It sucks. Donkey, yeah. Donkey balls. You'll do a better job being like Jesus by just living life and, and being there and in proximity and having the person know that, you are actually there. And if there is a tangible need, you're developing that trust where Andy, if he actually needs something there, there should be some, something like a reciprocation, like what do you actually need that can be helpful? And then vice versa, you, you're, yeah. you're better doing that than like doing the, doing something with a Christian stamp on it, yeah. which is IE Bible verses or finding the inspirational thing. And for sure. And the weird thing that I've learned is, I mean, like you, like you were saying earlier, oh, Andy will be able to figure this, whatever it is, he'll figure it out. Like this is, this is one of those weird things where I caught myself even saying in a session last week, I'm like, I don't know how to figure this one out. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. And so for listeners who were like in that thing, in that experience, it's weird. It's like this two way thing. Like, as the friend, don't try to solve it. As the person in it, be okay if you don't know how to solve it yet. Like, you may not know. And eventually, things will things will come to light. Eventually, you will move a step forward in the quicksand. And you'll pull yourself a couple more inches out of the quicksand. And over time, you'll probably be able to figure out those things that work. And or gain the energy or like the guts that it takes to do those sorts of things, even if you know the things to do, but you just can't, Mm. you just can't get them, you know? So have you guys heard of the manosphere? I don't know, but that's a good segue. Well, it's not real. Well, I don't know if it's a segue or not, but (laughs) 
It's with Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel. It was in the late nineties and they had a shush. Was a it? sketch show on uh Comedy Central? Oh, the man show. <laughs> oh. No, the the manosphere is a name given for a segment of social media or like influencer that is kind of a reaction to some of the feminization as they would see, see it in men. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot of gender fluidity out and about. And so th- there's this reaction like way back into, it's like the more Priuses show up in your neighborhood, the more like lifted trucks will show up in the neighborhood. The more shirts like this show up in your neighborhood, which what is happening on your shirt? Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. I don't, what do we got here? There, it looks like two men. They look like two Korean men with their hairdos. But <laughs> <laughs> one, one has darts in his back. It looks like the other person. Arrows. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Arrows. Large darts. Uh, and the head has been decapitated, and somehow no, no that's the quiver. Wait a second, sorry, that's it's got the quiver, the quiver in the back. But it does look like his head's been decapitated, and some arrows have been shoved in. See, I didn't know <laughs> how his, to see that to his Siamese twins. Head. I never saw that before, oh and God. now I see it. Hold oh. on, but I can tell you what's happening. What is happening? So, listener, he's got a shirt on, and there's two men. Oh, go to YouTube or Spotify <laughs> and watch it. Oh yeah, there's... wait, wait, scooch over just a tiny bit. Look. So what's really happening here is the guy on the right has been There's, shot with the arrows in arrows. the back by the guy on the left. But look, here's what's happening. The guy is coming over and he's trying to stab him with the arrows that have been shot through him, through him. into the original guy. <laughs> no, if, if I, no, he's like pulling it See? through. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like, oh, I'm going to stab you after I, you shot me in the back. If I pretend to forgive this guy, I can give him a hug so hard that the arrows he shot through my back will actually penetrate his chest plate. And then we can both die together. I'm sorry. Also, they're playing, they are playing footsie, and that's the most disturbing part of the whole. Oh, they are touching toes. That is weird. I think their toes are intertwingled. That's this is the beautiful <laughs> thing about art, and I'm sure Scott Erickson, the um, Scott the painter, as he's known as. Wait, I know a Scott Erickson. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. He was a pitcher for the Minnesota Twins in 1989. What this means, what this means you don't to know me, guys. My okay, truth sorry. when I wear this shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Is we just went woke. <laughs> that somebody got shot in the back, and the person that was shot in the back is forgiving the person that shot them, and the person that shot them is realizing, man, I fucked up, and I will forgive you. There Did you go, you? Scott the painter. Also, they might be playing footsies, and that quiver does look like an abs- absent head it where does. arrows are shot onto. It does. looks like someone stored some extra arrows I, in a in, in the Siamese in the twins cavern. head. I got decapitated. I, I do love this breakdown of that. Okay. Um, that was way too much of... Where cool, was I? Oh, the Manosphere. Cool shirt, bro. So there are... Because there's a, there's a lot of... Things are changing culturally right now. Yeah. And a lot of people are uncomfortable with some of the conversations. Around, I'm very uncomfortable. Around gender and you name it. But as a reaction to some of that, like, what does it mean to be a man? Mm-hmm. Is all masculinity bad? Toxic masculinity, all that stuff. There is a segment of influencer social media, Andrew Tate, other people, that is like 
a version, like a, a hyper caricatured version of you're a man, be a man, get the girl, you know, rise up, kill your prey. That's that sort of thing that the worst version of that doesn't leave room for what you're going through, Andy. So my encouragement for the listener is like, just don't play the games of like, because maybe, maybe being emotional about a thing or being vulnerable. Oh, does that mean I'm going woke? You know, it's like, just leave that, all that stuff alone and just tackle it for what it is. And like the, the best version of a person is somebody that like recognize your strengths. You're able to do those, but also recognize when you're weak and recognize when you need help and being honest about that is that's that that's a more complete version of what it is to be a man. It's like not all men are going to be the, uh, the bearded axe throwing warriors. And even those dudes will cry if they're allowed to. So I don't know. We're in this culture where it's like, if anything, it like feigns to the right or to the left. Like the person on the other side is like, well, that's that. So that's over there. I should never do anything. That's like that. I think it's most encapsulated by the fact that the I'm never wearing pink, that you're never wearing pink. And also the phrase a hundred percent. I feel like that is a canary in the coal mine of where our society is right now. hundred uh, percent. <laughs> we are in sync, Zach. Uh, what type of underwear do you have on today? But if you just what think about underwear? like, like <laughs> yes, do you want to see my, no, nailed it. Um, but 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 total agreement or total disagreement like yeah. it, it's it's all or nothing 100% and how little of the world is 100% in reality so it's rare right test everything i just cling on to what is good paul had it right the apostle paul test everything hold on to what's good which is in line with the all truth is god's truth and that um that piece is still easy for me to lock into more. That's easier for me to lock into than anything else. In your difficult, lonely times, what are you pulling from? I, I'm just thinking about when I'm like completely lost and, Mm. and everything and have going through challenges where do you go? I mean, where do you find something to hold? Do you read? Do you just have like some guys have quiet time? Do you talk to somebody? Do you just, I'm like shutting down. Are you just watching the you- Joker over and over and over again? <laughs> uh, where have you gone in the last several months? Well, um, have you gone anywhere? I mean, you so, find fuel anywhere? It's a good question. I know. I'm hesitating to think about the, Is it? the right answer. It's second Some hesitations. It's a question. <laughs> Statement of fact. It is your birthday. That was a question, Jeff. Uh, there's have- nowhere for people. I mean, people who are like, yeah, I'm going through it right now. I don't have any idea where to go. Where do you go? So, where have you gone? The way I'm. The way I'm the way I receive your question, okay, Jeff, okay. how I receive it, 
like what do you what do you do to 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 find some respite or try to like offset what's going on right to neutralize yeah. this shit yes what what is the pet odor spray to squirt onto the carpet of the shit of your depression. You need to act like this is not going on. <laughs> I need you to move in this. Smells good now. That's actually what I heard yeah. in what Jeff was saying. Right. Yeah. So uh, there, are, there are activities. So some of it is like, um, go for a drive. Okay. So go for a drive. Like last weekend, um, I just scheduled some time with some guys from work and who have some fun cars. And we went for a fun drive. And um, hit up Ortega Highway through Palomar, all the way to Palomar Mountain. Wow. And then back through Fallbrook and back again up, up over. And so a few like pretty high performance cars and like we were going for it. I hit 1.25 Gs. I had it measured on as a maximum on my turns, which is enough for me with my broken rib, which adds injury to insults. Mm. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. And uh, it it was enough to be like, oh, right hand turns hurt. Wow. Too many Gs. Oh, yeah. Very good. So good. More like, <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, uh, go faster. Yeah. What's the German version of that? That's what I was doing. <laughs> you were See, saying nine, 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 nine. We will go faster. <laughs> Turn the car faster. So yeah, so there was, but that was, that was great because when I'm doing that, like there's nothing else that I can think about because I'm, I'm going as fast as I can through the, these crazy turns and twists and, and it's beautiful. And, um, so that's, that's helpful and that's an escape and it's like a full body. Like you sort of, uh, you eliminate parallel thought. Like I can't think about anything else or I might die. So you're on two lane, super twisty. Let me think road. about the nature of existence. Then boom, <laughs> you don't exist. The, no, so He's there was God some, there was a, a book written, uh, it, but it details how men and women, you know, women are spaghetti. Everything's intertwined, but men can get into a waffle. They're a waffle and there's little boxes in waffles. Oh. And so men, We'll just go into this waffle box. I like waffles. And then you go driving and it's like, I think nothing but everything in this box. And that box is me driving this car on this mountain, on this road. And that's it. There's some reprieve there, right? Like it's rest for your brain. And you would, uh, running for that, I think was, was great for you too. Absolutely. And, uh, Zach, masturbation was probably the major. A hundred percent. Zach's, he sold out Walmart socks. I don't know. How was that? The, that was the example Andy came up with. It was, we got the laugh. Uh, yeah, Zach, we got the you're going to think back. you be like, wait, did Jeff say socks? Anyway. But, but there is something to like <laughs> doing an activity that, that renders parallel thought like impossible because because you need a break. And there's part of you that realizes like down to your, feels like down to yourself. Like, dude, I just need a break. A lot of our, we live in SoCal. A lot of our friends surf and have said, hey, I just need to go out and go surfing because right. I have to like dedicate a whole percent of my attention to what's going on right. there. No, and that's the actual way you use 100%. That's the proper way to yes. use it. Because because if you don't, you're going to get wrecked out there. And, and so 
it is a break from all the other things. And not that it's, it's not avoidance. I feel like I don't, I'm not using it as an avoidance, but it gives yourself like, hey, I get a breath. I don't have to carry this in the moment. So that's good for me. Nice. Jeff's getting some of the... What are we drinking? Uh, by the way, we've moved on to a little bit of bourbon. We went through the Pliny. Pliny the Elder. And, and, and this is some Elijah Craig. Craig. Dude, I'm not going to lie. That, that is good. Um, it's really good. One thing I've started doing as a tone setter for the day, which has been helpful for me... Reading through all the Gospels. Yeah, we get it. Fine. Whatever, Zach. I just like to meditate on Leviticus. Do you want a topper? Uh, just a, a splash. Yes. Top that. That's good. Thank you, sir. Perfect. Rose babbles and bourbon. Another cheers. Gentlemen, All right. Another Ooh. cheers. Well, All I right. mean, we pour a glass. To depression. Yeah. <laughs> and stress and anxiety. It's all fine. It's a good. It's all connected. <laughs> but is. I just, do the, I just do the drive all the time. Just getting in my car. I still do it. Yeah. Once in a while. But but the uh, if you want to throw up, come with me on a drive. No, I don't want to throw up. One point seven four G's. I don't want yeah. to think. I don't want. I want to feel good and not think. I don't think your tank can handle those amount of G forces, no, especially if I'm kegling. You better kegel up. <laughs> <laughs> but again, there is a point at which it becomes a diminished. All right, okay. hashtag kegel up. Uh, <laughs> putting my feet in the ground in That's the morning. Wait, all. People call it grounding. Like in the uh, grass? Yeah, grass or dirt. And s- some light breath work. A- and I cannot explain the science behind it, although there is some. There's plenty of it. Um, but I mean, I'm talking like the biggest, like starting from five, three sets of five of the biggest inhales and exhales you can do in a row and in between each set you're exhaling and holding your breath until you're dying. And then you, you take a breath and then you start and then you build up to like the guy was saying, I think he, he might've been on Rogan. I don't remember his name, but he was talking about building up to 30 breaths, three sets of 30 breaths, like Wim Hof, like oh, Wim Hof. <sighs> yeah. Kind of like when you and me almost died when we were trying to hold our breath the longest four minutes. Um, That's- that's but amazing. doing doing that, it's like you're like you're you tricking your body into like starving for oxygen, and when you finish, you like give the body what it wants, and it it has been an interesting tone setter that has helped me like wake up and be more of a like just like I can be kind of grumpy in the morning or like a- absent. It just it's this isn't my fix for you, Andy, but it is just it's a new a recent pattern mm. I'm trying to develop. How many crystals do you have to hold between your thighs when you're doing this? The crystals, you hold as many as possible, but they don't have to be between your thighs. That's the good news. I've heard it's better that way. It might be. According to Wim Hof. Did he, <laughs> did he actually say that? <laughs> yeah, he said that. Yeah, Wim Hof. So I hope you've been kegling because it's a part of the process. I mean, you can imagine. Yeah, and just make sure, yeah, the crystals. You get one more crystal in there. <laughs> You guys are off the rails. And maybe start with a crystal that that's actually got a different hue to it than clear. You know, it if, might, you, if you go out to quartzite, 
the city of quartzite, you'll find so many beautiful Dude, crystals. This isn't a crystal in, thing. But in the Google bathrooms today, I happened to glance at the tiles on the wall. They are white tiles with brown flecks. Come on. Like like brown, brown flecks. F L Just a little just a little like Yeah, like someone had a mistake in the bathroom. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Who puts brown flecks on the wall? It's like Dexter, the poo version of Dexter blood spatter. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden I looked at it, I was like, wait a minute. There's brown flecks in the bathroom. I thought it was like little pictures of the rock. Like, No, flecks. F-L-C-K-S. Are we really going this way? Because I was at a gas station today that had a beautiful bathroom. You saw real flecks. Actual brown flecks. Actual brown flecks. Yeah. No, this was just a designer fail. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the moral of my story is like... Then I pressed the button on the bidet and continued my day. It's a version of uh, finding tone setters. Like, I'm not great at making the bed. Lisa does a way better job at making the bed. She's like, I guess you code, should make the bed. Is that code for I don't make the bed? Um, I do Which, make I do make the bed, just not as much as she does. But there is something to like you... You set the tone for the day like that you're you're creating order. Make your room. Clean it up. And there's something to it, man. It's hilarious. I've heard I've heard so many people, people that just hate Jordan Peterson on different podcasts. But when they're talking about depression and anxiety, like they will say things that like, dude, that's right out of 12 rules for life. Yeah. Which which it's not groundbreaking from Peterson either. He's not making it up. It's just like good psychological habits to establish order in your life. And it's worth doing. File it under if it's true. It's God's truth. It's God's truth. Or or if it's true, if it works, it doesn't matter the source. Don't be thrown off by it. Have some lobster. Yeah. Have some lobster and the pizza. And there's there's actually a heart hierarchy. Can okay. I can I tell you one thing that I have realized? Nope. Yes, please. That that is helpful. And I think this is helpful regardless of whether or not you're dealing with anxiety, stress, or depression or not. And maybe it's a human thing or maybe it's a male thing. Uh, finding a task that you can start and complete within a like reasonable amount of time becomes super satisfying. And I was reminded of this when I was like thinking back to the days when I used to own my own business and um, there'd be a really stressful day. And I would go mow the lawn. And it it was like double duty. Number one, when you're mowing the lawn, like you have to be focused on getting the line. Like I can't think about anything else. So I, I paralyze parallel thought. Don't get your foot underneath there. Don't get your foot under there because you gotta get to shred it off with a lawnmower. Who puts their foot in a lawnmower? And that's people not, have. In in Jeff's defense, that's not good, Andy. Right? Right. Okay. We know. Show him right foot, Jeff. <laughs> 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 because your left foot's gone because you're stuck in a lawnmower. <laughs> Listener, he's about to spew. He's leaning over. Don't put it on my no. lap. He's almost gonna. He's almost gonna spit out his bourbon. Anyway, the um. So you so you get to paralyze parallel thought, but then you get you have a task that you've started and completed within like a short amount of time. Yeah, that just feels good. Like, feels good. It feels like hey. Things can get done. There is a little bit of hope that 
it seems silly. Like if you think about it at the atomic level of like, I just mowed the lawns, like who cares? Mm. But I did a thing. I started a thing and I completed a thing and it was done and it looks good. And so, so there's little bits of fuel that happen in that way. And I am reminding myself now, as you were talking, the thing that I've realized in the middle of all of this stuff is like, sometimes all you can do is like, what, look at, what is the next thing that I can do? Like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get out of the quicksand, but I can see that, that branch over there. Tangible. So I'm going to reach for that branch. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Or like, that's the next thing I'm going to do. I'm going right. to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that thing. So that part is at least helpful because then you can look at it and go, well, I reached it. I grabbed the branch. Hey, that's progress. I didn't have the branch before. Yep. There's a version of uh, Dave Ramsey has the debt snowball. It's like, if you have a shitload of debt, don't. Throw, someone throws a snowball at you. You you go kill him. You kill, kill him. a fool. You put that blood in the snow. Yeah. That's actually where I start, Andy. Going through the whatever. Yeah. Just one step because that, I actually had a point to what I was saying, oh, but sorry. I won't finish Tell it. Tell me about it's the fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. Tell Do you guys about, want me to leave? No, um, I want to know about the bloody okay, snowball. Okay. <laughs> Dave Ramsey has his bloody snowball. No, it's, it's, if you have a ton of debt, it's usually multiple credit cards. Do this, the easiest one. Yeah. The easiest task. Mowing the lawn, whatever the smallest thing you start and finish. And so you start, you pay off that tiny amount of debt because you took out a loan to buy a TV. That was dumb. Don't do that. But you paid that off. And then you just, you build momentum on that side. Go ahead, Jeff. So the snowball is. Speaking of which. The more you you start small, it does a psychological thing to you Mm -hmm. where it tricks you into accomplishing things, not tricks. You are accomplishing things. It's real. Because guess what? You start trying to pay off the giant credit card. Like you'll do good for a, a couple months, but then it's like, it's just overwhelming. So you resort back to the minimum payment. You need payment. something to hold on to. There's yeah. human nature. Like most of my professional career has been based on doing long-term projects. Stuff that takes like months, half a year, a year plus to like come to fruition. And it's really, really hard to like maintain endurance throughout that, right? And so what I've realized along the way is that like you have to celebrate these milestones. Hey, we did this thing. I know we haven't launched it yet, but we knew we had to build this thing before we could. It's, it's like construction. We had to lay the foundation before we could put up the framing. And we had to put the framing before we could put up the roof. And we had to put up the roof before we could put up the drywall. Like all of these sorts of things. And so you have to celebrate this momentum, right? Because if you don't, if you're just like, I don't know, we still haven't built a house and it's been six years. Right. Right. Six years for a house. Six months. Yeah. Let's make it more reasonable. Six years is a bummer. What the hell are you doing with your house? Well, six, if, if I were building a house, <laughs> but six, six months, years, you know, part of it's hope. I mean, a lot of it's hope like, Hey, we did this though. You recognize it, right? Like, Oh, Hey, there is progress. You know, I did build the wall. I did grab the branch. Okay. I'm I'm in a different place than I was yesterday. And so you have to track those things along the way and you got to celebrate those things. Otherwise, especially, especially if it's a long process. Right. So don't just celebrate the end point. And I think that's, that's a misconception or a falsehood that we often fall into is like, you know, 
the world celebrates the endpoint, right? But they don't see everything that all the it, work, all the things that took to get right. there, like all the sacrifices, all the pain, all the late nights, all the suffering, all like all of that stuff. They don't see any of that, so it's important to rec- like recognize those things. I'm like preaching to myself a little bit here right now, guys. But 100. percent If this <laughs> if this could help, oh man. It invalidated me. <laughs> I did not. I actually agree, though. No, that those things are helpful. And it is like you look back at all the great discoveries in the past, and it's easy to be like, "Oh, and then this person did this, and then this person did this." Because like, no, tons of blood, sweat, and tears. Sometimes sabotage, Thomas Edison, or whatever it is. But like, God damn you, Thomas Edison. <laughs> Tesla, you were wronged. <laughs> For sure, I, I should have said a hundred percent right there, but I didn't. But Jeff, you were just sniffing. Are you okay? No, I, I was thinking of something you guys were talking about, but now I've totally forgot. So uh, well, it'll come to me in a minute. It happens when you're a fifty-two-year-old gym teacher. I'm fifty-one. Well, give it time. <laughs> you guys are gonna catch up. <laughs> you know, it's fun looking back on memories in the pictures. No, it's like, not. It, I'm like, I'm so freaking fit, man. I could run a six minute mile right there. Less, less gray, less wrinkles. I'm not just talking about you. It's no, like, I'm walking downstairs at work and my students are like, he's got a bald head. I'm like, oh, okay. God. Flunk him. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh. what? Flunk you. Only if they earned it. Flunk you, kid. Flunk you. Uh, that should be a saying. No one says that. I appreciated this. I loved this conversation. I loved the listening Thanks. to the struggle because honestly, Andy, it you wanna you wanna do battle in life with people who are like, Hey, I've gone through shit. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of men out there who are like, No, nah, I'm great. Fant- always fantastic. And I don't mean like how I say I'm eleven out of ten. I mean, like, we always know that's bullshit. Nothing's ever been, nothing's ever gone wrong in my life. And I'm a million dollars and I'm a millionaire. And look at my wife and she's amazing. And my children and my business. And, and, uh, like, I do not want to. Thanks for describing me. I'm like, (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to go through battle with you because you have no battle wounds at all. I want to go through battle with people who are like, hey, I'm real. I'm human. I like it fosters, well, Jesus. it fosters trust. Absolutely. You know, the reality is, is that, uh, there's, it's probably the exception for folks who aren't, you, you either recognize, like you're either admitting that you're going through those things or, um, or you're not like we all have. And it's, and, each person has their own version of it, I guess is mm-hmm. the way that I would put it. Like, yeah, we don't, the, it, it's the equivalent of like, it's not the grief Olympics. Right. Right. Yeah. So each one of us, it's, I can one up you. It's very personalized. And so whatever you experience for yourself is it's based on your own personal scale of difficulty. So that's, um, but, but none of us are, are like protected or safe from that. And, and what that looks like, you kind of alluded to this. One of you guys did. Like, it is different for men than it is for women. 
like lots of things are, but this especially, like we have, there's just other factors involved that, that play into the equation that we have to, that, that we get to deal with, whether we like it or not. Uh, I like how you switched it to get, but I think for some of them, it's have to deal with like, there, there are like legit, there, there are biological reasons for, differences between men and women generally yeah. big generally big picture your mileage will vary listener but there's also social pressures that doesn't equal oh that's correct there's certain social pressures on men are just are social and not biological and there's something that we've just grown up with yeah and so one of them being like well pick yourself up figure it out you'll figure it out right. you know Take control. Take responsibility for yourself. Um, and those aren't bad things. No, no. Like they're well-intentioned. And when things are going well. And, and sometimes th- it works. Yeah. When things are going well, yes, I agree to the fullness. Yeah. See, I didn't say 100%. But it's worth it's worth mentioning because there's so many social pressures on like what is the the ideal man role versus the ideal woman role. And that both people in that equation will not have needs met depending on their specific circumstances because of social pressures. So it's time to break through that shit. And I think he played a role in it tonight. Not that it's fixed, but hopefully we'll, we'll get you. You just opened a can of worms in that it's publicly viewable now. Well, if anything, like just realize the realization that all these all of these things become so deeply connected, like I was saying earlier, you can't like you don't get to compartmentalize your feelings, your thoughts and your emotions, feelings and emotions, the same thing. But you don't get to compartmentalize those and like, oh, it's just about this. Like, it's not it's not just about this. It bleeds into all these other parts of your life. And all these other parts of your thoughts and all these other parts of the way that you view the world and that you interpret the things that happen around you and to you and to other people. And so encountering that stuff in a way that like you you at least pause and just go, okay, well, there's a version of this that looks like I'm not going to fight this. Don't, don't fight that. That's, that's the way that, that it's going to impact you like the asteroid that's going to hit the earth. Like, okay, it's going to hit the earth. Like you can't fight it. So how are you going to deal with it is really what it comes down to. And that's where I really want to bring it back to the late nineties. How did both deep impact and Armageddon both come out at basically the same time in the movie theaters? Were they not talking to each other because they're both asteroids hitting the earth movie within the same year? I'm really glad you mentioned that because that's been something that I've been thinking about a lot. It's recently. never sat well with me for almost 20 yeah. plus was years. Deep Impact Morgan Freeman. Deep Impact Morgan Freeman. And Bruce Willis and Armageddon, Armageddon. Ben Affleck. Um, one of them had the uh, Aerosmith song, Armageddon. Armageddon. And that's why most people remember that one. No, Ar- no Aerosmith song for Deep Impact. Yeah, that was bad. 
They blew it. Although Morgan Freeman always resonates with everybody. You think, but he's landing on his feet. He's actually he's doing 120. He still looks like he's 40. He's doing pharma commercials now. <laughs> no. I'm not joking. No. I'm not joking. Morgan is? The voice of God is no. the- No. I don't remember the drug. You got but- to get y'all. No, I can't do it. I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to try it. Try it one more time. No, no. I think you got Hold to on. is a good a good starting point. Have you been thinking about possibly getting yourself a shot? Well, you better you better think again, Andy. <laughs> Andy Dufresne. Yes, that's, Consider yourself. Oh my gosh. The Pfizer booster. <laughs> Shush. He uh, really did it. No, he's not uh, doing, he's not not doing, doing Pfizer. He's it's not, a different drug, but uh, okay. Ooh, I think it's uh like Get yourself. The pigmentation. When people have like the, the white Kegels spots. Enhancer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I know. We were just talking about this last night because we saw that. We're like, how many people actually have that? Anyway, and my my son goes, well, the, the Pitts, one of the Pittsburgh Steeler coaches does. I'm like, yes. The white spots? Yeah. We definitely got to get rid of the white spots. <laughs> you got to get rid of them. I feel like there's a, there's not that far off if you drop the octave between... Jordan Peterson and uh, I feel like what? we could have AI do this. Yeah, like can we Morgan, merge Morgan, Morgan Freeman? Freeman? Okay, guys, I can drop his. What pocket. are you consuming these days? Oh, dude, there's an album that I've listened to, and I'm on a separate text thread with Zach and a couple of music guys. I'm not going to send it to them because we're going to like do some little music thing one night. But but Jeff, I'm going to send it to you. Oh my god, yes. Dude. So fantastic. Shots fired. I'm gonna send it to you. This album it is uh I think it's gonna be album of the year. It came out this year. Yes. <laughs> Wait, it what? came out this year. And it is next level. Now I will like to state for the record, that I called album of the year when I first heard Casey Musgraves' album. I was like, I heard it for the first time, and I went, this will be album of the year, and it was album of the year. Oh. This other album, though, um, it is the, it's the best stuff I've heard in at least a year, if not more. And there, it is deep, and it is rich, and it is moving, and it's a secret. <laughs> And I'll tell you later, Jeff. Make sure to put that in the MacBook. If uh, I had the, if I had records, the hookups, Zach. I, yeah. So when he, when it is record of the year or album, album of album the year, of the it year. will be album of the year. Album of the year. We can look back and see that you recorded it to the in records. your MacBook, iPad, whatever you had there. Mm-hmm. The blue book. I've been. It's I've, a Mac pad. Yeah. So that, and then um, can I supersize that? Hmm. And then uh, driving my car really fast. You got a fast car. Jeff? Yes? Consumption. What? I consumed the... Oh, my God. The show. He, he was in Shameless. Um, it's on... It's William a, H. It's Macy. Macy. No, no, no. The, the Kid. It's a Netflix series. Michael Sarah. Uh, the a- night agent. Oh, I, I binged watched night agent and, uh, Good. it was a, it was solid. I mean, it wasn't 
phenomenal, but it was solid. And like, and then I, I really just, I mean, I've been watching a lot of sports, but um, I watched Night Agent and I started rewatching. Oh my gosh. I had this like desire to rewatch Breaking Breaking Bad again. Oh. Like as a school teacher, I just want to be rebellious. I just want to make drugs. (laughs) Just Just want to make drugs. Just want to cash it all in. No, Uh, the best drugs ever, though. uh, So much money and cure my cancer. I uh, spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched, yeah, Breaking Bad. That's why it makes it's, it's what ago. makes it great. And then I watched uh, Talladega Nights again and Dune again. Dune is kind of this epic saga. I'm like, when the heck is the next Dune coming out? Gosh darn it! Soon. Anyway, that's kind of what I've be been called consuming. Tune. And you know what? Like your car driving, I used to do that a lot, but now it's just vegetating through a movie, good movies that just allow distraction. Me to, There's to go something away. about distraction. Yep. To go away. Don't ever deal with it. And I'm trying to put my phone down a little bit more these days. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm not failing at that, by the way. That's good. And I'm not good. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing well. It's not good. <sighs> and okay. it's, it's weird because we're, if we are doing the social media stuff a little bit, just putting our content out there. Yeah. Did you just do I, spirit fingers? I expect, but yeah. And imagine there's crystals on every one of them. I met, I expect both of you to be on the socials and liking and promoting guilt and gonna, shame right now. Guilt that's and shame. going to require discipline. I'm not on the socials, but I will like it on YouTube um, and Spotify. But anyways, but you should too, listener. Speaking of running, I've actually been running, which is from what? Uh, my pa- <laughs> my past mostly, but physically running two or three times a week, and I might be doing a sprint triathlon in April. Oh, but you should be biking and then also I know and also swimming. Swimming. I'm working on that. I'm wor- Working towards that. Well, we went to Hawaii and you're like, I'm going to do this because I saw the triathlons happening. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I saw ladies triathlon. I'm going to do it. Well, I, I can run too. How does it feel running? Wait, how is it going to be swimming? That's the biggest thing I'm worried about. It's a half mile water? in Lake Mission Viejo. No, and so like- you don't even have saltwater buoyance. <laughs> well, it's in Mission Viejo. It's a, oh, okay. it's a triathlon. Olympians have come from Mission Viejo. Flo oh, I know that. is in the park via statue. I feel uh, like she I met Flo Joe. Landed in Mission Viejo. Maybe not came from Mission Viejo. Regardless. Or irregardless. Um not so I've been really. running a few times and it feels terrible. But every time I'm like, oh, it's good to remember. Like, I hate this, but when you're finished, it's like so oh, good. I'm glad I did it. So good. Thank you, Jesus. And so I, it's, I'm still not in shape enough to where it's like, yeah, I'll just go for a run. It's still like, oh, I can find a million excuses not to run. Yeah. But then forcing myself to do it and... Um, dude, come get my dog. <laughs> hey, <laughs> dude, her the Vishla. For your runs. <laughs> dude, do you know we have a buddy who's getting ready to run an Ironman or already has? He did. Who? He did. Who? Brett Avery. Good oh, he did Lord. the Ironman? Yeah. 
Uh, and I'm talking uh, about I'm not that surprised a, a sprint triathlon, which is like adorable compared to the Ironman. I think it's it's a 5K, a half mile swim, and a 10 mile bike ride. Oh, that's cute. I could it's do that. It's adorable. Tomorrow. I could do that. Good for you, Brett. But that with a and, broken rib. Um, what was I going to say? Media wise, it's a trip to Chick Fil A, and then a sprint over to In and Out. I can do that, and then another little you swing over to Wendy's to pick up a frosty. And, and there's snack bars and multiple points on Lake Mission Viejo, so it's you know, pretty easy, really. If we're you think off about the rails, it, you know. Yep, it's not even that difficult. Uh, all the light you cannot see on Netflix is a. Multi-part minis- miniseries. Is it good? Ministry is what you I wanted skip to say. Over it every time I see it. Um, it's good. I'm I'm two episodes in, and I will finish oh, I it. it. Was a movie? I didn't realize. It no, was no, a it's a series. Okay. But World War Two, where a um a young woman is blind and she's broadcasting on a radio channel, just like reading. I get it. She cannot see reading books. She's reading braille wise. Like she's, it turns out she might be doing more than just reading books and providing hope. Ooh, maybe she's a double agent. Maybe for Germany. You're this is good pod, Jeff. You're looking at your phone. I totally forgot. I started watching. They came out with the new black mirror. Oh, nice. Anyway, Uh, that's depressing because it's true. It's really ugh. most of it's true. It's, so I'm at the beginning of all the light you cannot see. I sorry. I get the feeling that it, it is good. It's not it, about Nazis, or it well, is? there are Nazis for sure. There's death. There's destruction. That's racist. Um, but also there there, there is are um, Nazis. Do they call them Arzies? There's a lot of heart, and uh, really? I, I I think it's going to be tug on your heartstrings a little bit. But uh, it's definitely well made. I'm going to binge it. Tonight. Great production value. But you know, dude, dude, bro, can I share one line with you from the song, from a song from the album that I want to share with you, but I'm not going to. As long as it's Hillsong United is just so built up right now. Can't my phone's gone. Let me tell you, I, I will give it to you. It's almost exactly grief is only love with no place left to go. That, fuck, man. That's. Say that one more time. <laughs> Grief is only love. With nowhere else to go. Oh my god, that's so that's so heavy, dude. That's so heavy. And I will say that the mm. that the name that the album is about a guy whose father passed away. I'm right? I was crying before you, dude. It's so good. When the uh, episode ends, I will play a song in here and we'll listen to it together And because it's the right way to do it. Um, and I will share it with you and then you guys can walk away with this album. It is. But then you you spoil it for the thing. I know. Okay. Okay. I know. I'm officially going to the restroom. No, you're not. That's We're on. ending this. We're no, ending. I have to. Okay. No. Hey. Bros Babbles Beer. At Bros Babbles Beer on all most the socials. The, most or all the socials. Bros Babbles Beer at gmail.com. You can still do the voicemail. We got plenty of the elder. So if Russian River Brewing Company wants to sponsor us, Brewery West want to sponsor us or Bottle Logic, Logic. kind of sponsored us, maybe. No, um, we paid for it. Appreciate 
people, I appreciate the feedback from people. It puts wind in our sails. And even if it's negative feedback, bring it. Give us a star. You can star us on Spotify. You can star us and rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can like the videos on YouTube's. And above all of those things, sorry, that seemed sound to me. Those are good things to do. If there's one person, seen. if there's one person that you um, think would be interested in hearing this stuff or seeing this stuff, like send it to them. Share that with one person this week, and I, I and we firmly believe that like the the person to person sharing is more important than anything else than the algorithms can do. Yeah, I think that the 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 word of mouth, so to speak, is the best way to do it. Yeah, and Andy. You, the listener needs to know we did not talk about that, and so that was real, yeah, and raw, not manufactured, not manufactured. And I, I really appreciate you. Thank you for sharing. Um, and I already have I forgave you before you even lied to me, um, (laughs) last week, and I'm sure Jeff has to work through that a little bit, but we'll get there. God's, God's working eventually but uh seriously like i love you and i love you jeff too as well and uh we're gonna work through this love you guys yeah for grace peace cheers zach jeff i'm andy andy grace peace Peace and cheers. cheers